and welcome to another edition of the Gamut Report here with me, your host, Matt Rebar. And today I have two guests in, and we're doing an education special, back to school, hopefully. What, what? You have, yeah, what, what? <laughs> maybe you have kids, maybe you're still in school, maybe you have, you know, your grandma's in school, who knows? But we're going to talk <laughs> about school in a lot of different ways, so... Uh, I'm excited, and today I have my guests, and if they'd like to introduce themselves, I'll start over here with you. Hi, I'm Will Hudson. I'm a senior at John Carroll. I'm the president of the Student Union, and thanks for having me on, Matt. Yeah, and you study political science, And correct? I study political science, yeah. So, and you have a lot of background with kind of the student government, kind of knowing about, like, what the school needs to kind of present to students, and yeah. that kind of dilemma. Yeah. Um, well, hopefully not always a dilemma, but... Um, and my second guest over there, Adrian. how are you? Hi. I'm good. I'm good. I'm happy to be here. And Adrian, you also study political kind of yeah. hodgepodge. Mm-hmm. And, and both of you, can you just kind of run through a quick of your schooling? Like, where did you go to school? Was it public, private, you know, yeah. both middle school, even elementary and high school? You go for you it. You want me to go? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm from Auburn, Alabama, uh, so a college town um, down south. Uh, I went to public school my whole my whole life, except I went to private kindergarten uh, but first through twelfth, I was just in uh, Auburn City Schools, which is you know pretty good. What was it like growing up in a college town? Um, it's just kind of weird. Like, uh, I mean, a lot of people in Auburn their their parents work at Auburn University, mm. and so it was kind of different for me because mine didn't. Um, so I never really felt the pressure to go to Auburn University mm-hmm. that a lot of kids did. Um, down there, so. Uh, but the but the school the city schools were definitely like really closely connected with the university. Interesting. Yeah. yeah so that definitely is a different way. I mean, when you talk about a lot of people growing up, they're like, I grew up X Y Z. Right. Not everyone grows up with a college that's like right down the street. Right. Or exactly. The town's like like basically the college. Yeah. So. That's definitely interesting. Oh, cool. What about you, Adrian? So I'm from Louisville, Ohio, <laughs> very small town in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um. My, let me think, my elementary school was in the middle of a cornfield, public school, <laughs> very small. Was it like an agricultural it, class? No, it was not. <laughs> I mean, we club? could go right in the cornfields if we wanted, but didn't do that, wasn't into that. But um, uh, yeah, it was a small public school, middle of nowhere. Um, everyone was very close and whatnot. Um, teachers were my neighbors. Um uh, you know, we, everyone just knows everyone. It's kind of those type of towns. Um, gotcha. There was not really a private. There's a private school in my town, but I went public all the way through from middle school to high school. Um, we're kind of known for our schooling in my town. Mm-hmm. Um, people actually moved to my town just for the schools. So really? it was a good education. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of interesting, too, is like, mm-hmm. I mean, that happens a lot with districts is like when they have a really good school, people will just force them away in yeah. there just for that school. Right? Definitely. Yeah. So um, and I, with me, I actually am very different. I actually went to the Lutheran preschool and then huh? I, it was just like local. And I guess it was just like, let's just do it. Mm-hmm. I'm not Lutheran myself, but it was great. I remember it was a great preschool from yeah. what I can remember being, you know, four in preschool. <laughs> And then, um, actually, I was shuffled into kindergarten at the age of four, so I'm young, yeah, um, comparatively. And then I was in Catholic from K to eight, and then I did. I went to St. Ignatius here in Cleveland, which is Jesuit, and then John Carroll was Jesuit as well. So eight yeah. years of Jesuit education there. So I guess that's another <laughs> good question to kind of talk about, maybe a little bit. Is so we all three of us went to Jesuit schools. Kind of what prompted that, especially when you're in Alabama, so right. you're like mm-hmm. <laughs> the other side of the U.S. And <laughs> right. you know, just I don't know. Well, I came here because. I'm Catholic, first of all. Mm. And then, why did I? I came here because it's a city. I came here because yeah. of golf. 
Um, oh, yeah. And I wanted, I really wanted a small school, and I wanted to be close with the faculty, which I am. Um, I wanted small class sizes, um, which I did, and, you know, it was great. Yeah. I liked yeah, I don't know. I mean, kind of similar for me, I guess. Yeah. Like, um, <laughs> I mean, well, not really, because I mean, you know, it's almost like a running joke here, where it's just like as soon as I say I'm from Alabama, it's just like, oh, why are you here? And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, well, okay, you know, that's a silly question, but, um, but I mean, but yeah, no, it is. I guess it's a valid question. Uh, so, I knew I never wanted to go to Auburn or to Alabama mm. when I was living there. Um, it just wasn't my thing. Didn't want to be around the same people, um, just wanted to try something else. Definitely. Um, and my mom is from Buffalo, New York, and, uh... So what got her to Auburn? What got her to Auburn? <laughs> like, she's well, from Buffalo, New York, No, yeah, transition. it's like, no, it's so pretty straightforward. I mean, she, uh, she went to school at Otterbein College okay. in Columbus, um, from Buffalo, and then, uh, she graduated from there, and she got a degree in recreation, so nice. she started working at Acadia National Park in Maine, uh, and she was a waitress there at the Jordan Pond House in Acadia National Park. Highly recommended if you're <laughs> ever in Acadia National Park. Uh, but so she was working there, and my dad, my dad's family is from Columbus, Georgia, but they also have a house in Maine oh. that they would go to during the summer. So he was working there, so they met there, and he was attending the University of Georgia. She moved there with him, and then he got a job in Auburn. Okay. So, wow. That's like a lot that's of like lot. flight and travel. Yeah, <laughs> right. a lot of background. Right, and now right. I'm here in yep. Cleveland. So. Okay. <laughs> I mean, hey, at least yeah. your mom has one of those interesting stories where like, yeah. so were like I was born, raised, and I right, died exactly. at the same time. No, Which, yeah. like, I'm not like judging yeah. that. No, no, but, no, like, but it's, yeah, it's different like, than that. She can look yeah. back and be like, I was at I was, the Acadia yeah. National Park. Right. Which like, like to, that's just, I don't know, that's crazy. Right. And it's weird because people down in Alabama, like your people know John Carroll. A little bit. Really? Maybe, uh, maybe. Some people do. Most people don't. Okay. Like, I uh, interned my freshman year with the governor's office in, governor. in Montgomery, Alabama. Yeah. The governor. Governor Dr. Robert Bentley. Uh, <laughs> That's Southern accent. He's, he's an optometrist uh, or dermatologist or something. And oh. uh, Anyway, so I interned in his office uh, my freshman year in between that summer after my freshman year. And we got to meet him, um, like, the first week and... He comes in, he's shaking our hands, and he comes up to me and he goes, he goes, <laughs> he goes, what's your name? I said, oh, I'm Will Hudson. He goes, where are you from? I said, Auburn. He goes, oh, you go to school there? I said, no, I go to this school in Ohio, <laughs> in Cleveland, called uh, John Carroll. And he goes, John Cleveland, what? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, so not a lot of people knew about it, but um, my mom... Was from Buffalo, so yeah. obviously knew, Buffalo was sure. a big uh, is oh, a big definitely Buffalo and Cleveland. Like yeah. I feel like a lot of people kind of like yeah dip I'm an, between those yeah. two. Yeah, so I'm I kind of she yeah so south, she knew yeah I'm an hour south and no one knows what John Carroll is right really I'm not kidding you'd be yeah, yeah you'd be and surprised. that's kind of why I wanted to come here because no one from my school was coming here yeah. no one really knew what 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 it was all about right um yeah so but yeah like even different. I feel like Buffalo to like a lot of these schools. Or a lot of these, it used to just be people from Northeast Ohio yeah. would know about it, and then there would be people from Catholic schools in Pittsburgh, Rochester, yeah. Buffalo, right. Chicago. But you'll see like a lot of people who went to public school mm. in Buffalo or Rochester that are coming here in just as high numbers as people who went to 
main, you know, pipelines mm. for John Carroll that have been long-term relationships. Now, kind of looking more, so this is a definitely going to be a reflection back to the those times when Adrian was skipping through the cornfield. Um, <laughs> what do young kids need to learn? And by young, kind of, I mean, we can talk generality mm-hmm. between like K to eight. You know, we can even talk K to high school. Um, you know, it's kind of weird though to think of young kids as high school because, you know, we're only like five, six years older. But um, what kind of skills information is important? I mean, especially because, you know, it's contemporary American. I mean, and like this huge shift now, like technologies in the classroom that was mm-hmm. not happening in our, I don't mm-hmm. know about you guys, but like right. back when I was in, you know, grade school, it was like there was a TV right. yeah. the size of like, like a big yeah. truck that you in, had a wheel out. Right, right, right. In the wheel, wheel out. Yeah. And like, I think <laughs> the just, AV guy. <laughs> right? Just as I was getting into eighth grade, like there was the smart board, oh, which was like right, the yeah. little mm-hmm. projector, like mm-hmm. just when I was in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that yeah. there's people like, you know, first, second grade that they're they coming into these rooms, they iPads have iPads. Right. Yeah. They have. So, I mean, that's a huge shift. But so, what do young kids need to learn? I think you notice a lot of attention has been paid to um, teaching math. Mm-hmm. And engineering and hard sciences, STEM. STEM. STEM yeah. yeah, I forgot the term, but yeah, Which STEM. Is science, mm-hmm. technology, G. Engineering, engineering and mathematics. mathematics. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, and that's definitely important because that's definitely where a lot of new jobs with tech becoming mm-hmm. such a huge industry now. Absolutely. Those are all, you know, great ways to mm-hmm. get a job in a well paying job in that field. But I think what gets lost in a lot of that is kids are, I think, not being taught citizenship as much you know and yeah i had that in my notes i right. really didn't want to talk about that so yeah. go ahead and and it's just like you see it with uh how uneducated our mm-hmm. electorate is mm-hmm. and how misinformed and how e- how easily things can be misrepresented and people just believe it definitely and yeah yeah i just how think the media just kind of right tells you one thing and then that's what you believe right, right. Away. but i mean just like teaching kids like just things that it like it's important to vote mm-hmm. and why yeah. it's important to vote and why it's important to be informed when you go vote mm-hmm. and you know why the president is an important person or yeah. why um you know and i would even say going off of that more like about kind of society skills like right. taxes exactly like I don't know how oh. to do taxes. I have someone do my taxes. Oh, and God. like you would think that like maybe eighth grade, maybe, you know, yeah. just like they'd be like, yeah. okay, let's take some time to learn yeah. these skills. Mm-hmm. And I know when I was in high school, I did economics as an elective, mm-hmm. but that class did like, that class was like a right. general like kind of theory of economics. It was like money is power yeah. kind of thing. Like it wasn't like, here's taxes, here's a <laughs> yeah. checking account here. Like, I think that needs to be a huge part of the curriculum because then you have people who graduate, you have people who right. are 18 who are like, what is a tax? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> they know how to do algebra two, yeah. they know how to do calculus. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. But they can't budget a sh- like a balance sheet. Right. Yeah, you know? no, my high school actually, uh, the year after I graduated, started a personal finance elective, which I guess is sort of targeted toward that. Yeah. Like, what, how to fill out a tax return, how to mm-hmm. write a check properly, things like that. And to me, that, should, is definitely that shouldn't important. be an elective. That yeah. should be like... It's just basic mandatory. skills, yeah. Like, especially when you have schools that are like, oh, we devote ourselves right. an hour a day to a spelling class. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying spelling's not important, <laughs> but like, okay, well, yeah. let's make that a 15-minute play. Like, yeah. a little, like, right. Well, cursive to me is important, okay. but like, they actually have stopped putting the focus on cursive, which is interesting. Yeah, they stopped doing cursive. They have like altogether. cut that out, mm-hmm. which yeah. there's pros and cons. So did you guys bad. all? Did you guys yeah. both? Yeah, oh, I did. I, yeah, I did too. Never was able to nail yeah. the cue. The we cur- had the cursive yeah. cue with like, yeah, like we had to do it. Like, looked like a bracelet. I was like so terms. excited to go to sixth grade and go to get out of elementary school because it was just like we could write in print again, yeah. <laughs> like all through fifth grade. They literally, they would. I remember asking every paper, "Is this cursive or normal?" Right. And yeah, it was different every time. I remember too. There was a 
shift when I was in fourth grade, you could start to use pens. Oh. But it was erasable pens. <laughs> okay, that was they were such like pens a big with deal. the eraser, yeah. and people were Next like, level. We could use yep. pens, but they weren't even like legit mm-hmm. pens because you could erase it. Yeah. yeah. So that's why these days I have problems with pencils. Like I always look for a pen. Yeah. Like then I'm like, oh, pencil, because pens like it's like permanent. Like I'm I, I'm gonna see it. But pencil, you can't even see. <laughs> you pencils can't see, sometimes. and it right. smears everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know, Adrian. What do you think young kids need to learn? So we talked a little bit. Um, well, yeah. the thing I was kind of gonna touch on was I remember in elementary school having like the puberty talk a little <laughs> bit and how fifth awkward grade, yeah. fifth grade talk yeah. and how awkward and like people would want to like skip school that day. They didn't want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Things like that. Like the school nurse would come in, mm-hmm. show a video. It was mm-hmm. very awkward. Oh, and like She was like, don't laugh. If you laugh, you're in trouble. Yeah. Things like that. And I just think looking back on that, it should have just been totally different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that the discussion should have been a lot more open. Positive. I think, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then a lot more positive, um, more informed. Cause like, I remember leaving that day, I'm like, what the heck did I just learn? <laughs> like, I'm like, just, oh yeah. my God, you're I don't like even know. That, like, right. there's gonna be like right. a baby, yeah. like, what, like on your way home, like oh, there's a baby exactly. in the Exactly, right. yeah. But so, no, I do agree. Things like that, yeah. and just being more comfortable as a girl, like a young girl, mm. being more comfortable for myself, I guess, right. like about myself yeah. and more assuring, I guess. And I, I don't do, know. I remember, you know, no, there's like, I think the problem mm-hmm. is when you have a society like us, which is very sex heavy, like mm-hmm. very sexually, you pass billboards yeah. driving Definitely. to school. Music. You pass yeah. like yeah. music. Music's like, oh yeah, hit it. And like, everyone's singing along <laughs> in the car. And it's no, like, totally. you know, and then you like, it's awkward yeah. when people are like, well, here's like right. sex. And like, then they present right. it like, oh, it's just to be ashamed of, even right. though like, no offense, we don't produce a society where mm-hmm. we're like really shaming sex per right. se. We're no. really kind of glorifying, and definitely. So there is a disconnect, and I think drugs too. I think that like by when we say, and this goes with sex too, like don't do drugs. Drugs mm-hmm. are bad. Yeah. You say don't, 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 and it's like people then do. Right. Yeah. I think like Just, need, like, yeah. like right. lean away from the negatives mm-hmm. and be like, okay, so if you do oh, this I was drug, so scared this is what's going to happen. Would, yeah, when they would ask us. Things. Yeah, like, and like fill we... out forms about like the Dare program. Remember that? Oh, yeah, Dare. The Dare, Dare program really? to me was not effective because no, I remember I don't when think Dare so came, and I remember the one kid was like all about it. He was like the brown noser of the Dare program. Mm-hmm. He's like Officer Blank. Like <laughs> I'm never gonna do drugs. And guess what he is today? Like yeah, he is a drug addict. Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> like that program didn't stop anything. <laughs> like that program probably encouraged no, him. Yeah. yeah. And I think the reason, too, people say marijuana is a gateway drug. I think it's a gateway drug because there's a, still kind of a misconception that, like, marijuana is, like, this evil thing. And there are some pros and cons to it. But, like, there's a difference between, obviously, marijuana and heroin. Mm-hmm. So then when people use marijuana and they're like, oh, yeah, I was told marijuana could, was wrong. It can't be in the wrong. same category like I was, that. you know, when no. we had D.A.R.E., when we had, yep. like, people were like, marijuana is, like, the devil's uh, work. And yeah, marijuana doesn't do anything until I came bad to college, for them. And then they, like... I thought... Marijuana yeah, was the right. most awful thing. And we kind of, we tell ourselves that, like, marijuana <laughs> yeah. is the most awful thing. Yeah. And they're like, oh, all drugs are awful, though, but marijuana is awful, right. too. Yeah. And then they do marijuana, like, this isn't bad for me. And then they, like, jump into other stuff. That's because we've taught from, right. like, a get-go, like, all drugs are equal in terms of their right. wrongness. Definitely. And yeah. that goes with sex, too. Mm-hmm. Like, by saying, like, by not giving, by just saying abstinence only. Yeah, you're not really that's preparing. what we learned. You're not preparing like no. That's it, literally exactly. the worst thing it is. Yeah. you could do, and that's it's was it's state mandated all through Alabama. Really, that every Still. public high school has to teach absence only. And to we me, never learned public? like when I came here. Like I remember somebody said like, "Oh yeah, like we were like 
taught how to put on condoms and stuff. And I was like, we were never like told, you know. There was no bananas. Yeah, there, there was, was no nails, nothing. Yeah. Bikini, like, no, we were just shown videos. <laughs> we were just shown videos about how people, you know, would have sex before they got married, and then their lives were ruined forever. And it yeah. was just like. And I know, we, you know, when it comes to public schools, completely negative. To me, it's like I think we we still kind of put like. We need to remember it is a public school. It's not a Catholic school. It's not yeah. like it's not a private school. Like yeah. public information, mm-hmm. in my opinion, should yeah. be like when you think of a public school, right. public information. Right, and I so agree. that's a definitely a tricky one. Yeah. But is there an emphasis on certain subjects like that are too much, or maybe even like a lack of emphasis on certain subjects? Yeah. I mean, for me, I always remembered. Um, I would say more in high school, there was a huge like focus on math, and I was not. Mm-hmm. I'm not a math guy, right? Same. You know, and it was like Me to either. suffer through. Like I would say, oh, I was there was three years of suffering because I was actually really good at algebra too. Okay, but geometry and pre-calc, I just bombed yeah and i think by taking it in like such a vigorous and like four years mm-hmm. it really weaned me off the subject and i came into college only having taken one math class but that math class was such a challenge and i i felt like yeah. i was stupid i felt like oh my god i couldn't do it in high school like how am i supposed to do it exactly now yeah so that was just my experience but i remember getting my report card in high school i got straight a's and then a d in math <laughs> i was just like you know what i i can tell this is not my strength did you at still all. get like ice cream did you get like a treat or like because oh are, no like, my parents Parents were like, get an A, or, well, they, they didn't really know. They're oblivious, but <laughs> I don't think I showed that's them that one. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> yeah. like, report card, what? Yeah. Oh, that's good. You went to school today. Okay. <laughs> How was um, that cornfield? <laughs> definitely. Um, but, no, I think that English, for me, should be, um, like, how to write a paper. I remember coming yeah. to college. I did not know. I was having almost like a panic attack. I didn't know how to write a paper in the right format. I had to Google MLA mm-hmm. format, mm-hmm. especially in my school. It was just like write a paper, do whatever you want, put your name mm-hmm. on it, you know, and then did yeah. not know anything. I think when it comes to English, so. and Will, I think you, you will relate to this because I know right. you, you're an English buff a little bit. It's that, that three-paragraph body format no. just screws That's everyone That's what I was just going to say. Yeah. It's in high school, they teach That's you in these English I classes, knew. even in AP English. I, like back, I, was in AP I can remember English. back to sixth, seventh yeah. grade. And I can I, – there are kids. I work in the writing center here, and there are kids that come in, and they think – and they have a paper, and they go – and they have two pages, and it's, it's intro, paragraph – Three body paragraphs and a conclusion paragraph. That's essentially sometimes the exact same thing as their introductory paragraph. And I and it's just like no, you cannot. And it's but it sets you up really what it does in the intro. You have to have like three main points. Oh god! Sometimes you just need two main points. Sometimes you need ten. They try to simplify it so much in high school and make it formulaic where they can. I remember getting handouts that it would say each sentence would tell you what to write. It was like sentence one, Mm -hmm. introduce the topic. Sentence two. Explain so and so, and you, it was just like putting together. It was just counting. And it was just putting work, together things. I mean, it doesn't work for higher academic, and At it won't work for no. professional. No. Like when are you gonna go to your job, and they're like, like we need like a review, no. and we wanted three body yeah. paragraphs with three main points with an yeah. intro and conclusion that are yeah. the same thing. Because I think high schools do very well preparing kids in mathematics. Yeah, kids come. Kids usually don't have a hard time coming here doing calculus it's because they've taken calculus before <laughs> and the teachers all expect you to yeah. take calculus but in english english comp those classes those those first those freshman classes here they have to try so hard with these kids mm-hmm. to make sure that they're doing that they're yeah. going to be able to churn out papers properly yeah i mean if you can't get past like how to write a paper <laughs> right. it's just kind of like oh. yeah and it sucks yeah. here too because with the new core Mm-hmm. They just took away 
it used to be two semesters of introductory freshman and it comp. It should be, and two now it's semesters. just one. It should, and be so two. yeah. I was still like, and I I love writing. You know me, I'm mm-hmm. a huge writer. I love English. <laughs> I love lit. Yeah. It took me, you know, even when I was a freshman in high school, I was like, oh, it's not three paragraph format. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't because I was stupid. That was just because, like, you get drilled to do certain things. Mm-hmm. Like, and that goes for all subjects. Like, some subjects, it's like, this is what I have to do. Mm-hmm. And you get to here at a college or a university, and you're like, oh, that's not the norm. So yeah. it took me, like, two semesters of freshman Definitely, English. And then yeah. by the end of that, I was doing great. Like, I Yeah, was, they just flow out yeah, after that. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Kind of to, like, re-socialize how you yeah. write. Um. And then what do you guys think about trade skill high school programs? So I know this is kind of a new thing. Um, oh, Adrian. Oh, I saw Adrian right over there. Yeah. Well, coming from my town, um, it's very popular to go to trade school. That's what everyone does, to be mm-hmm. honest. Like, a lot. We have um, so we have Louisville, and then we have RG Drag, which is a big technical school. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember my freshman year, you can go um, – do a tour of the school. Everyone kind of just did just to get out of school. Yeah. And then your sophomore year, there's another tour, and then you could go into your junior and your senior year. And a lot of people went. And I have a cousin who actually went for hair, or no, she went for dentistry, or to be a dental assistant. Dental hygienist, yeah. Assist- and she became no, assist- one. Right? She was like. 18. She is. She is now. Yeah. She just graduated. Um, and she already has a job, which is mm-hmm. great. And she's going to go back to our community college and get a couple, like, get an associate's degree oh, and wow. see what she can do with that. But no, I think it's great. I think definitely some people have skills uh, more hands on, and then there's other people. Everyone has their own thing, you know? Yeah. Um, it just wasn't for me personally. Mm-hmm. But say, like, my brother, he could have went there and became a mechanic easily because he's so great with mm-hmm. putting things together. Uh, spatial, um, his spatial skills are outstanding, and like mm-hmm. he, if you gave him a computer and said type a paper, he wouldn't be able to. So You're like, what is this? No, definitely. <laughs> so you can put I, the computer together, great. but like yeah. trying people to use who the want computer, to, like, with, like people work. who want to save money <laughs> yeah. and time and just want to get out there in the workforce, go for it. Yeah. That's what I say. Mm-hmm. And I think for me too, it was. I came. I went to a really big high school. It was about five hundred kids in my Ooh. graduating class. Wow. So really diverse group of people um probably almost majority minority um pretty close but um a lot but it was hard because the environment in the college town is that everyone should go to college Mm. and everyone should try to go to auburn because auburn's such a great school everyone should go try the technical school and it's here and it's like with this high school you know a lot of these kids probably should not have gone to college or should not have tried to go to college. I mean, I know mm-hmm, a lot of people definitely. who are who went to the community college at least, and you know, it's it's just not for everybody. No. <laughs> it's just not for everybody. Not for yeah, that happened to my brother actually. He didn't want to go to RG Drag, which we told him to. Um, he wanted to try out college. Great for him, you know. Mm-hmm. Do you? Mm-hmm. He went went for a semester, just could not do it, but. Um, that is something he should have done, but he's doing great now. Yeah. So, you know, I and but. it's one of those things too, where to me and like maybe it's because my mom's a teacher, so like from early on, I kind of mm-hmm. had like an advantage where like you know not all parents are teachers or you know trained to be teachers. And my mom's a really good teacher. Maybe I'm biased, but um, <laughs> but I just remember you know like she, kind of her mentality was like every kid can be taught. Like there's mm-hmm. it's not like there's a kid who's like so like they, they can't be taught anything. It's just like mm-hmm. how you approach it and how mm-hmm. you know what kind are they a visual learner? Are they an auditory learner? Do they need to like 
kind of like experience it and like an application method. So, but like, yeah, sometimes school, especially like the way school is right now, it's just like pretty much you you just go in, you sit in the classroom and you just get talked at. Mm -hmm. So um, how important is the arts and education? So I don't know if you guys have any fun art experiences. Oh, definitely. (laughs) I was so into art. Um, I remember in middle school, I had a great art teacher to this day, very close with her. Um, I would stay after school and do fun projects with her, help Aww. her in any way. She always had these big shows, and I would help her. Um, <laughs> she kind of had a group um, of kids who would stay after school. I would be with her till 8 o'clock at night. Just you mm. know, I'd, She would order pizza for us, Aww. things like that. Um, I got in some, into some um, art shows, um, like statewide art shows, which really? was really awesome. Yeah. And then um, when I got into high school, I really got into golf. Yeah. And athletics and things like that, and I did I did two years of art, and then I stopped. I regret it because I loved it so much. Mm-hmm. But I think my art teacher wasn't as hands on as my middle school. I like expected so much, and it just didn't reach my expectations. And really? like she would go out of her way to go get us art supplies, buy with her own money. She would oh. go and get you know everything that we needed. Um, but the funding is just not there, and I definitely saw that. And especially my town, we're such a big football town, mm-hmm. and sports is like you can't even match it. And I think when people think of art, they just kind of brush it off. We were at the end of the school, like not even around any other classrooms. It was mm-hmm. like you had; to, it was hard to even find the art room. <laughs> And just like wasn't even heard room. of, and they you put know, the art room like in the most definitely like, the, like, the like, dungeon esque place. Exactly, in the whole and it was almost like people just saw it as weird, or you were just like, you do art, like I don't know, and you know, yeah. peer pressure. I was just like, I okay, think, I'm done doing it. It's because like it kind of goes with this when you say expression, you know, art, music. When you say those mm-hmm. things, like they don't really matter. I mean, kids kind of like soak that in, yeah. and they're like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And like those kind of outlets, then yeah, no, I don't know. What about I rem- you, Will? Yeah. or Adrian? If you have well, another. I just remember going home to my dad actually, really? and I had I was doing art. I was really into art, and I was scheduling my classes for my junior year. And he's just like, "Why are you taking art?" He goes, "What? That's never going to make money." He goes, "You shouldn't do it." So I didn't, and I think that's mainly why I didn't do it. Because I'm like, "You're maybe you're right. Maybe I should just stop." So took business, and that got me yeah. nowhere. So. <laughs> I think it's really important. I mean, I think it's important to provide that environment, that yeah. safe environment for people who enjoy doing art and mm-hmm. enjoy creating art. Um, yeah. And it's also just as important to learn about art and all kinds of art. And because that helps you think critically when Definitely. you come to college is looking at, you know, painting or watching a movie or listening to music and thinking, you know, what is the artist trying to say here? Yeah. That that kind of thinking can translate to, to anything. anything. Well, Definitely. creativity yeah. mm-hmm. is the key exactly. function You can of work art. it and into anything. If you, I mean, like, and if, trying to understand yeah. making, it. You know, making it in the business world, you know, mm-hmm. most successful businessmen, they're creative. They had, right. they were visionary people. Yeah. Right, they were exactly. like, you know, they could see, you know, these projects come to life. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so, you know, English can do that. Mm-hmm. Math can't really give you creativity. You know, some of these other harder sciences, it's not really a creative means. And that's why I think it's really important that's like, you kind of focus on these creative avenues because to right. me creativity is a huge part of you know success right so no it is a shame uh sometimes you know i remember we didn't even have 
and my well now they do but when i was in school middle school they didn't have an art classroom they didn't have really? the music yeah. classroom it was a closet and they would mm-hmm. just like <laughs> like they'd like period kids for like the different right. instruments and then like once a month we'd be in the library and that would be wow. like the whole little school orchestra in the library once a month and it was like <laughs> it was ratchet yeah. like honestly like it was <laughs> yeah. ratchet but now they have like an art room at my old school which is kind of good to hear about like okay they gave it a room now yeah. you know even though it's in the basement so it's probably like I don't know if there's like a flash flood the art room's going but um <laughs> I think it's just like I just think it's a great thing for people just to get out like you're just right let your mind free for like yeah. an hour some people you know? can't even do that no which to me is like interesting they're like they're like oh like be creative and they're like yeah. what Definitely. In middle school, my art teacher was like, you know, come eat lunch with me if you don't feel like comfortable. Because I was kind of like, I'm not shy, yeah. but I didn't really, I feel like I was always kind of more mature in a way. I thought I was maybe mm-hmm. and didn't really want to be around. I don't know. That sounds so bad. But like, I no, love being I, with her, yeah. love being in the room. So I would always, you know, just... It just gives you an outlet, I guess, and it's yeah. something different. Mm-hmm. And for someone to like believe in you, it kind of just was like inspiring, in a way. So I think and it's that's, usually that's it's usually great for art. It's usually art teachers, yeah, or uh, or band teachers, or or teachers like that who end up leaving bigger impressions on kids than their yeah. physics teacher, my or... math teacher, who... <laughs> math teacher, yeah, yeah. not to you know, not to especially when someone's so like like deep in like they're like this big walnut yeah. shell and it's like well try and like crack that shell and like be open be free yeah. like, be artsy yeah. you know <laughs> but like yeah there's that's different just... ways of looking at things absolutely yeah. um how important is it to be a good person like in terms of you know education Awful. like how do we bad thing to do yeah. like what no, I mean, no big like, deal yeah, <laughs> like in terms of not like just generally but when it comes to education like I should we be teaching more about like to be a good person like kind yes. of like values social skills maybe social too skills. well yeah. they they are starting to do this more now uh, emotional intelligence right. classes okay. like they will sit down younger kids like I remember reading this article it was like five or six year olds and the teacher would be like what happened? Like, well, tell me about your day. And the one kid was like, my mom yelled at me. And he mm-hmm. was like, how did that make you feel? And the kid's like, I was very upset. And he's like, I, and I don't know about this next part. Maybe this is a little, like, open for, you know, interpretation. But he's like, maybe you should tell your mom how you felt. Mm-hmm. Like, in a very silent. And I was like, well, some moms don't like when their kids tell them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? yeah. Like, I know my mom would be like, well, you, you know, you messed up. So, like, yeah. you know, deal with the punishment. Right. But, like. But it was interesting that they would have classes devoted to like oh, I think this counseling, awesome. yeah. but like a group counseling where they would just talk oh, yeah. about emotions and feelings. And I know that sounds like a little like like, but like, not See, like it to make it, it doesn't make them fragile. It doesn't way, make these kids no, fragile. No, not at it, like, all. Gets them to open up and it gets someone them to, to like. You could go home. These kids could go home and have no one to talk to. They go straight to their room and their all these emotions get built up, build up, build up. They have no one to talk have, to. That's why we have people and who shoot think, up schools. That's why we have yeah, people who definitely. shoot violence. And it's I mean, because I'm people so are so repressed. They're so angry. I wish I had that. You know, just I mean, I had a great childhood. Whatever. My mom's actually a therapist, so. Things like that. I never saw, like, feeling, you know, show your feelings, all that at school. Like, don't, I don't no. know. It just wasn't. No. The only, the only just, kind of emotional no. intelligence I can recall was where they, they would, a lot of classes would have the board where they'd have, like, every student would have, like, a smiley face. And if it was mm-hmm. green, like, if your little smiley face was green, yeah. you were like, good job. Yeah. Like, you were doing great. If it was, like, red, though, like, yeah. you were in trouble. And it was, like, a public, like, stoning. It was, like, everyone could see it. Like, people would go up and be like, uh-oh, Cassandra is in a red smiley face. Like, what did she do? And that's, like, the only, like, kind of almost feedback. It's, like, you're a good person. You're 
but like it's not even like you're a good person. It's like right. you're good or bad. Like it's like good versus evil in the classroom. And yeah. like that was the most I remember. Yeah, so, and I don't, I don't know. I think, I think John Carroll does a really good job at teaching values based education. Yeah. Like to your point, um, as in, you know, in- incorporating, you know, it's not just about academics. It's mm-hmm. about you know living out the values like of the, the first day of school when they say go around the room and tell me something fun about yourself <laughs> i hate that yeah. and i think we need to stop that yeah. <laughs> that's one thing there right now yeah well i got one more question for you guys okay. okay um and this is actually like a kind of a juggernaut so we might really not even have an answer college debt crisis what can be done about it <laughs> okay if anything. joke right there right um, <laughs> probably just kind of like you, you mean like individual make... debt um, I mean, like student tackle debt. whatever. Yeah, I yeah. was kind of thinking more like student debt because I know a lot of people right. who leave college. Are like, I remember talking to this one girl. It's like I have seventy thousand in debt, and I was like, seventy thousand. Like I could not believe it. I think it's important for people when they decide to go to college to understand the financial commitment and understand that they have to be able to pay it back and to make smarter decisions once they graduate. Like it's like don't go. Um, especially you see it in grad school a lot. I think like I think about like law school, and it's like, don't go spend two hundred k on a law school that doesn't have you know a fifty percent bar pass yeah. rate because yeah. it's just like you have to know you that you have to know that you're gonna have that return on investment. Yeah. Um. I mean, institutionally, I don't really you know not know, know the nuts and bolts enough to have like a wonky discussion about that but <laughs> i just think podcast. generally yeah. i think generally people say there's all this scholarship money that goes unused every year and I, I think why and i think why don't we make these scholarships more easy easily accessible to students because or maybe just easier just to get maybe i don't know because there's all these foundations yeah. everyone who just wants to give scholarships but it's like where are they why you know maybe maybe i didn't do enough digging mm-hmm. but then i remember going for scholarships and it was like right to like a two essays get all of these mm-hmm. you know it's just such a big process for like you know yeah. do you think monetizing but, education is that a problem that we put like so much money into education because i think a lot of people think of college mm-hmm. and they think of money they don't think of like exactly you know, the chance to be right. someone different the chance to get a right. degree the chance to like yeah do something i think more. i think it's important for kids to almost have a paradigm shift when it be when it's coming mm-hmm. to that especially for me all i heard when i said oh i'm going to john carroll mm-hmm. uh it's yeah it's a private school in ohio oh, 800 yeah. miles away and they everyone <laughs> just immediately assumed it would be way more expensive and actually it was almost exactly the same for me yeah. to go here as it would have been to go to auburn which is one mile from my house <laughs> so I think people just need to have a paradigm shift with that where going to college um, is probably the most important investment you can make yeah. in uh, monetarily. I mean, because if you don't go to college, you're going to be making mm-hmm. a lot less. And yeah. They say that there's always people who are like, but like Steve Jobs dropped out of college. Mm-hmm. Mark Zuckerberg dropped out of college. Right. But, but unless, but you know, you're, once you're a once-in-a-lifetime visionary exactly. like, like it's Steve not, Jobs. Not everybody's yeah. like, not everybody not Steve, Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. Yeah. Like people who say that, especially people who say yeah. that to me, I'm like, okay, if you're implying that you were Steve Jobs right, right. now. I mean, best like, of luck to you, but. Because <laughs> I know I'm not Steve yeah. Jobs. <laughs> right. I'm not a Zuckerberg either. Right. I mean, if you have that but, kind of confidence and in yourself to do that, yeah. then, you know, go for it. But I And mean, I know plenty, I do know plenty of people, though, that didn't go to college and they're doing very well from their Sure. I know. So. 
many, yes. But, yeah, I know. I totally agree with you. Yeah. But thank you so much, guys, thank for being here. We're going to have to do this again soon. The Definitely. T- we had a great conversation. I can't believe, like, time just flew on this I time. I did. <laughs> but, um, no, great having you. And uh, I'll see you next week. As for you, listeners of The Gamma Report with Matt Rebar, um, me be Matt Rebar, in case you couldn't connect that over, like, the last, you know, 40 minutes. <laughs> I'll see you next week for another edition. Uh, so stay tuned to uh, next week. And uh, thanks one more time to our guests. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Gamma Report this week. We'll see you next week when we do a fast food pizza. So it's going to be all up for grabs when we go against Little Caesars, Papa John's, Giorgio's, and Pizza Hut. See you next Monday.